Here we go. Please watch my current event show every Mondays and Wednesdays when I'm talking about IT, sports, and entertainment. Don't touch that dial. Uh, <clears throat> Hello, everybody here. My name is Ben Yuko with... Oh, okay. Oh, okay, here we go. My name is Ben Yuka with Zoe Media Enterprises. Welcome to the current event show on this Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. I know they're having a little bit connection issues right now. I am, I am, we are, I am trying to get this thing underway. This is going to be a, we're going to go as smoothly as we can. It's going to be a, there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to cover today's show. We got big things of the current event show and stuff right now. I was trying to get that one up yesterday. The the fan base recording. It seems that the recording has some issues. So <clears throat> we just I have to I have to go through that. I'll have to go back and have to do another show to see. I'm just gonna do a test run. I'm gonna test run it. All right, so, <clears throat> so we got a lot of things going on today. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the Twins right now, and I'm very, very impressed of pitching. Um, we just need to wake the bats up. I think the bats are. <clears throat> I saw the game uh, one on Tuesday. It was really, really impressive. It was really, really impressive. And I saw how everything went went down, and I'm very, very impressed of how that actually went. So, Sonny Gray is doing this thing. Everyone's doing some taking some good pitching today, and I think that is actually looking good for the Twins and stuff. So I, I'm I'm liking the, some of the this. Thing. I know he was off yesterday, but we're trying. They're trying to, and like, look at they played on Mondays. On Monday's show, we discussed about how they're going to be keeping him in more in the game. So a lot of things are going to be very, very much going on. Okay. So today, today, um, today, particularly today, we're gonna. I'm gonna be just gonna go through this and get this thing out of the way right now. So. That's where we're looking at so far. So that's Monday, Tuesday game. I think told you hitting. We need to work on. We need to work on some hitting. And let me see. Let me see that there's other other Twins news. That So we got us a couple um so
So, so we're now looking at the so now they're looking at some of the big things. So they were talking about this weekend. Um, um, they also were having a chance to see. Them they're talking about Donaldson moving on from the, it was a good decision having Donaldson go to a different team. And he's also doing well too. But also we also show our failure to actually maintain him as a great player and get having to motivate the team. So that's actually some decisions that have to go through if any may a major player and actually get the results that we have to do for our players. So that's why that's why a challenge like that is taking place. So that's why I like what is going on. Now, now let's say, let's let's go let's look at some other things. The, the, the factor is the factor is we have to get the Saints team need to get better. That is a team that needs to improve. We got some good we got some long minor league. We just have to look at some other ones. So they talked about this on Monday. Point they people aren't fully bought in the, the team's success. Mostly. So they're talking about here. The front office bets are paying off. Yeah. So, we have to look at some of that. The Twins White Sox rivalry we won last year is now right. The Royals, and this is according to Twins Daily here, the Royals and Tigers already pretty much rendered much of themselves irrelevant and hard to buy the Miyagi Guardian despite greatness and holds they were Chicago has discovered a bit in the early regards of momentum with a double sweep over the Yankees. They're back about five and trailing the Twins by, by four games. There's a lot of ways to turn return this class of rivalry, finding a tight rate in a short 2020 season, but the Twins never show up for the fight. This year, they are showing, and I suspect the White Sox will, too. Both teams will have a lot of talent and a lot of character, so it should be fun. And it is coming up. And that will be one of the big topics of talking about in the Twins going into next week. I think the, the, the Twins monthly reports on Wednesday, and we also have the current event show, too. I'm I'm actually gonna probably do that show on the road and talk about some of the big things because I can I know that can I can actually record it very much well there. So the idea of me seeking that type of actual effort behind that it could be as challenging in the long term. Okay, so I'm going to. Right now, we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna watch some new we're gonna watch some of the baseball news updates. You guys are gonna 
We're going to talk about rebuilding. Okay. All right, let's let's watch this on off the base on the twins, because I think we're gonna do first this. Okay, so we'll watch this first. I'll be back. Blair coaching the gong there. <laughs> Apparently, there's a right or wrong way to do it. We can all hear it. Second of all. I was really impressed with the fact that he was able to maintain his train of thought. Yes. Once I see or hear something shiny, like it is over for me. I think you guys have seen this first. Yeah, we know that show. about you. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing we I'm, know. I'm very self-aware. That is one of my. You saw Hannah's watch earlier. And <laughs> <laughs> you literally were like, "I love shiny things," and I was like, "Okay, oh maybe we should make this." Totally forgot. But Hannah, now we're talking about the twins, though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, full circle. There we go. I saw something shiny. Once again, got distracted. Are the twins the most fun team in baseball? I mean, I'm so glad that they are because I thought that their off-season was the most fun off-season in baseball. I feel like the twins are doing what we always want teams to do which is be like if you're bad one year go out and get good players in the offseason and maybe you'll be good <laughs> the concept. like rather than to sort of say i think right there's a there's a, a tendency in baseball to be like if you're bad then that's the time to not try and the twins have went out and tried i also just think they're having the kind of fun that you have when Time is precious, and you think, what if this is our only Carlos Correa season? We should go out there and make the most of it. But really, though, you know what I mean? It's, yes. it's a, it's, I hope that they continue on this pace, and I hope, as I'm sure everybody in baseball does, that like Byron Buxton stays healthy, and they continue to be the team that is not just sort of better than they were last year, but, but the team that a Byron Buxton-Carlos Correa dual lineup could be. Yeah. That's I, fun. I, I look at them at the top of the division. They underachieved last year. This is a, a good team. Like, the, there's reasons why they underachieved. A lot of injuries happened. A lot of people underperformed. And this is a team I looked at in the beginning of the season, and I'm like, they're going to have fun as long as they win. And they're starting to win. You have a Carlos Correa on that team that has the experience. I love them bringing over Ursula um, and then the, what he's been doing from an offensive standpoint. So I love that fact. Same thing with Gary Sanchez starting to hit the ball better. And then the starting staff, they've, they've got pitchers now that are out there competing every day. This team not only is good, they're having a good time doing it, and it, they're fun to watch. Yeah, I like it. Uh, La Bamba Squad 2.0, they've got new guys, <laughs> new energy, new chemistry. I think because they're winning games, that obviously helps too. They feel like they can win this division. Like you said, they underachieved last year. So uh, all of that together, they're one of the top like fun teams or teams that we think are having fun. I think they need to bring back – the um, robes that Nelson Cruz had for the team, for the, the original La Bamba squad had had the robes. They need to bring those back. Maybe Nelson could send those. Robes 2.0. And you know, I saw this firsthand uh, when I was out there covering the game for YouTube against the White Sox last season. It all started at the top with Rocco Baldelli comes out in his slides to yes. do the media interview and his shorts and t-shirt. He's just laid back. He wants his guys to have fun. They feel relaxed around him, and that's exactly the tone that he sets in the clubhouse. And then it kind of just transfers out onto the diamond. I also just think. They have some weak competition right now in the fun team department because our Blue yeah. Jays are struggling. I mean, it's like it's like who are our fun teams? The Mariners, the Blue Jays, no Tatis. The Orioles are trying. No Tatis, exactly. Like I think. Yeah. Orioles I, are trying with the chain. They yeah. walked off three out of their last four wins. That so. was fun. Yeah. Give the O's right. I'm so I like that. Well, they didn't walk the Yankees <laughs> off.
But they did last Thursday. The twins should also like take advantage of, and this is what I think they're doing. We talked so much about the White Sox in the offseason and how dominant they are going to be over this division. And, and you take the Tigers a, a little bit. Yeah, the Tigers as well, going out and getting guys. And now some of those teams have taken a step back. They deserve to be almost that underdog that like can have fun because they're at the top of the division. They're doing what they expected to do, just nobody else expected them to do it. It's absolutely true. Absolutely true. And I've been saying this I've been saying this all along about the twins. Because everybody has to understand this is this is how you win games. Because you when you have a situation where they have um they have to to make them compete, that's gonna be the way they're gonna have to pace themselves. So the goal of that is you have to be better at what you are showing. So that's why it's very important for them to be successful of what it is. Okay? So, I think the Twins are doing things that are doing right and they're doing things wrong. And I hope, again, they show the effort that they can actually be a, a stronger competitive team. And that's where I think the challenge will come in. And I think that is going to be the way things are going to be. Now, we're going to talk a little, we're going to talk a little bit about the resident rebuilding process first. Because they're just not doing well this year. They started so miserable. Miserably doesn't like company. Okay? So now we're going to play that. And the mercy, um, that maybe we'll talk about this and and um, postseason awards. What we have for progress? Okay, we we should actually have a conversation and see what we have coming up. And before I do that. Let me go over the let me go over the twin schedule so the rest of the week and then we'll so you know today they are playing at twelve ten. Tomorrow they'll play the Royals at six forty. And then one ten, two one ten games, and then they hit the Detroit in the in the afternoon. And then we have two afternoon game. We have two double. We have a twelve game and a six ten game. All that will be going on there. So lots of lots to be afforded to be. So to watch. Okay. We got some clips coming. We got some couple short clips. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play the AL top candidates right now, and you'll get, let's see what we have. All right. Lots of fun to. Okay. Let's listen. right now, Jason. I know you love to kind of disseminate the numbers, the information. <laughs> Quarter mark of the season. That is a fun race for MVP. Really fun. Um, 
You know, I was thinking about this. Um, with, you could pick an angel and there'd be no wrong answer, but it feels to me like the AL MVP is Aaron Judge. I, I don't have a good movie reference for you, but uh, my giant. <laughs> I'm an IMDB over here. Okay. Aaron Judge is like an earthquake. You know, when he does his thing, the stadium shakes. Um, there's just nothing like watching him when he's in the kind of groove that he's in right now. And I, you know, just taking a look at his numbers today and trying to extrapolate what the pace would lead him to if he could keep this up for a full season. Look at this. How about 97 extra base hits, 65 home runs. So that slash line, 60 homers, 95 extra base hits, has been done by only three players in history. One of them is Babe Ruth, another one is Barry Bonds, and then there is one of those Sammy Sosa seasons. That's where he's headed. You think he's going to get paid? <laughs> I tell you, I thought the contract was fairly good. Seven years, $30 million a year? No, I'm betting on myself, and so far, Judge has been amazing. Who's been your pick? Yeah, I, I, Judge will probably... Uh, and, and and let's stop there. We, before we talk, let let's go. Let's say this. Let's add this to the conversation. Why are we not giving Aaron Judge a new fucking? Uh, what's what's making this harder? They got all the money. We gotta talk about a new contract here. Hello, they gotta be a new contract. So let's con let's continue. Probably be my pick right here, and and one thing to note is the fact that you, you look at all those numbers; those are obvious. You know, 17 home runs leading the league and all that. Yeah. Ward has been absolutely outstanding. Great story. Okay, but when I look at him and where he came from, remember that time when he first made it to the major leagues, and everyone was complaining about the fact that he struck out a lot. Yeah. Is he gonna find it? Well, Jace, can, can you believe that if we go by attempts, swings, so foul balls, swings and misses, and balls in play. He is the one that's leading the league as far as hard-hit balls in play mm. per swing, which tells me, okay, he is a hitter. And if we're going to be talking about hitting the ball hard, then he's one of the best hitters in the game, period. So it would be hard for me to go a different direction than just not giving it to Judge. For me, being a Yankee, yes, I'm getting a little bit pulled towards that, you know, a little cognitive bias there. <laughs> it's okay, right? I'm allowed. That's even baseball. He's the best player. Yeah, that. so... Uh, He's my, he's my pick. And, and I get it. We get I'm not tired of Trout, but just Trout fatigue. You get used to his greatness. Otani's power isn't there. I do think the Ward story, Jay, is remarkable because Joe Madden said in spring training, he might be a fourth outfielder. Not he might be the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> he is the best story. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when a guy like this does it for a couple weeks, you say, that's nice. We're two months in, almost. It's almost Memorial Day, and Taylor Ward has just done this repeatedly. He's, there's been no drop-off since day one. It's time to start believing that it's real. I, I'll tell you what about Ward, and this is what pulls me towards him. Mm -hmm. The fact that I feel like I can relate, especially with Joe Madden being the manager of the <coughs> Angels. When I came in 2007, I was that guy who was going to be off the bench. You know, maybe he'll play. And then I finally got an opportunity, and I had the best season of my career. So I, when I look at Ward, I'm like, Way to go, man. You know, like, this is your time, man. Time to shine, and this is what establishes him as a Can star. Can you imagine being on a team with Trout, Otani, and Anthony Rendon, and you're the best player? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. That is the truth. So that's why he's 
Obviously, incredible consideration. Right. That's why I told you the cognitive bias of the Yankees pulling it that way is it's probably a bit, a bit stronger than my sentimental sure. pull towards Ward. But it's not sentimental. Look, look, look at all those numbers. He's leading right. the league in everything, in every offensive category. Yeah. Practically, yeah. he's the leader. Is there a movie reference for him? No, I was going to say, I just love the fact, <laughs> for rookie of the year. No, he, he's not a rookie anymore. <laughs> I just love the fact when you look at him, like you said, you can see yourself in him. Like when I see Jose Altuve, I see myself in him. I can hear like him. But that's another person that we really don't. Mike Trout has our, 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 we have our flaws with Mike Trout, but dude, he's one of the best players in baseball, and he can't, you can't dispute the type of level he skills that he brings to the table. Okay, and you have to understand where he comes from with that. All right, is one more. We continue our quarter mark assessments and switch our attention to the National League. For MVP, it's Manny being Manny and everyone else. The Padres superstar is baseball's best. Oh, this so this guy's a slugger. F1. Leads the NL with 193 WRC plus, 365, 440, and 604 slash line. Durable and without Fredo Tatis, Manny Machado has kept the Padres rolling. Now the other trio of runner-ups. Polar Pete Alonso gave us the immortal head bopping during last year's home run derby. And so far this year, he's grooving. Tied for first in the National League with 11 home runs and leading the National League with 40 RBI. His 524 slugging percentage is much lower than his 582 expected slugging, so more is coming. Beware. Let's flip over to the Central and shine a light on gold member. Make that Paul Goldschmidt. 338, 403. 573 slash line, good enough for a 178 WRC plus. And he didn't hit a home run until April 29th. 756 slug in 97 plate appearances since that first home run. The Cardinal star is a model of offensive consistency who plays elite defense. He's reliable again. Which brings us to the pleasant surprise of CJ Crone. And thank heavens for home cooking. For Chrome, the Coors Field effect is legit. 11.89 OPS at home, just 6.11 on the road. But he's tied for the National League lead with 11 home runs and trails only Pete Alonso with 32 RBI. So for now, gotta give the man his due. As for the signing, it's all but off. Pablo Lopez at the Miami Marlins. 4-1, 1.57 ERA, 48 strikeouts in 46 innings. Leads the National League in ERA and also leads the league in hits per nine in ERA plus at 2.59. But save some love for the Padres and Joe Musgrove. Unbeaten is 5-0, 1.90 ERA, and 51 strikeouts in 52 innings. Musgrove has a quality start each of his first eight this season, and with two earned runs or fewer, the first Padres starter to have done so since Andy Ashby back in 98. And don't sleep on the reigning signing award winner, Corbin Burns. Just one win this season, but a 2-2-6 ERA and 62 punch-outs in 51 and two-thirds innings. The Brewers' ace leads the NL in whip, and has three starts this season of 10 or more Ks. Nobody else has had more than two. For Mr. Burns, that's excellent. Rook of the year, the frontrunner is Mackenzie Gore. An inconvenient truth. Part of an excellent Padres rotation, Gore has delivered. The third pick overall in the MLB draft, the 23-year-old out of Whiteville, North Carolina, has fit in amongst names like Hugh Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Sean Manaya, Mike Clevenger, and Blake Snell. Who is Snellzilla out for much of the year, and Clevenger going on the IL this past Sunday after three starts in his return from Tommy John surgery, Gore has been key. He has now made six starts and one relief appearance of the pods, and is 3-1 with a 206 ERA. And the last Padre to win Rookie of the Year, Benito Santiago. 
Back in 1987. That's right, Betty Blanco from the Bronx. The Cubs say a Suzuki has cooled up for a slow start. Still has been notable. Wilson Contreras said a month ago of Suzuki, he's the best player I've ever played with. The National League's Rookie of the Month award for April and the NL Second Player of the Week honor of the season. But since then, it's been a little bumpy. The last Cub, by the way, to win Rookie of the Year, Chris Bryant. Is Sam the next great Cub or a first-month mirage? Only time will tell. Alright, that, that's, that's enough of that. I'll probably wait two minutes of this, and then you can you can watch this at LLB.com. You can watch the rest of this at LLB.com. I'll play a little bit of this, okay? And then we'll get to double, we'll talk about double or nothing, okay? In other articles. But, both teams kind of going the other way in 2022 one in a more extreme fashion than others now look cincinnati has kind of settled things of late relative to the awful start yes, that they've been on. yes but i think people in the game whether it's cincinnati or pittsburgh in that division as well they forget about the history yeah. with those two franchises the proud and rich history of those franchises so why don't you remind the people at home the kids okay thank you Willie. uh you know i i think about and it actually goes back to even a conversation with my own son, who's mm. a big baseball fan. But you refer to franchises that have been in the doldrums, if you will. Uh, years ago, talking about the Orioles being a, a heralded franchise. But this one right here, Nelly, I mean, certainly I go back to my youth. I mean, you talk about the big red machine in the 70s. They've got five uh, world championships. I mean, yes, a couple of them you have to go back, way back to 1919, 1940. Original franchise of the original uh, National League. 1990 beating the uh, the swinging A's of their five world championship in 1990 and then you know it, through the years in the late 90s and oh. 2000s with Dusty Baker there was a lot of winning and a lot of really good baseball and the benchmark I mean no pun intended but Johnny Bench certainly Pete Rose and Geronimo uh, Cesar Geronimo and Davey Concepcion and on and on and then as you look at a franchise where they are now I always think of what, who are they, what are they, and where are they going? Right. So, obviously, where they're, where they're going with respect to kind of the, the sell-off, if you will, um, looking into how they've done, and I actually went back to like 13 or 14. It seems like it's been that long. But you know, Nelly, if, if they had the playoff structure the way it is this year, last year they were 83 and 79. I mean, had a double take, they would be a playoff team. So if you look at this list right here, it does not look encouraging. Fair enough? Fair enough. I mean, it's either that's, through trade. That's depressing. That's straight up depressing to the Cincinnati Reds fans. Because not only is that a ton of talent, that's a ton of personality, likable dudes who are no longer able to root for. So I think that's another tough thing to hurdle, a tough hurdle for a fan. But anyway, can you continue? I love it. Enough of this right now. It, 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 it's it's the reality. They that team is is just that team has just been so bad this year. It's been so horrible. Horrible this year. Alright. I think that's enough of that. I wanna talk I wanna talk about let me see what I wanna I wanna talk about this double I wanna definitely talk about the double nothing event. Okay? It's very important to talk about the double nothing event. Alright. So so the double nothing event is gonna be really uh, uh, actually key right now. I think what we have to understand is 
I'm gonna go over to the the marriage card for double or nothing, and then on, I'll come back. I'm gonna come in on. I'm gonna talk about this on Saturday. The matches and commentary. I'm gonna go over. We're gonna have a good thing. So one of the winners of the men and women's today, tonight, and Friday. So Warlow versus MJF, the Hardware versus the Young Bucks, Drafted Express, Scott and Ben Zed, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Santana O.D. versus Christian, Angelo Parliament, Dan Garcia, and Jake Hager. The Bayern, Dan and Hook versus Terry Nees is Mike Sterling. Thunder Rosa versus Selena D. T. D. That's going to be a good women's championship, man. And then we got Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk. Alright. Alright, so we're going to see. And I'll talk about my predictions, my commentary on this on Saturday. So that's going to be actually a big big one up there so we'll get all that all that pretty much talked about okay so get ready for all that to take place okay next versus April MJG versus UGK big 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 one to pick a winner for this one and that that that, that just gives no winner I don't think that's gonna be a winner for me to talk about that, basically, uh, I, I was going to do a full commentary on this on Monday. I'll do the commentary for this on the current event show. Cause remember, we'll do the current event show in the morning, and then we're going to talk. Then we're going to talk about what the event coming up now. The Forenzo Ride Memorial Day event. You'll know more detail, but I'm going to talk about what it's going to be. It's going to be different racing events. We'll have circuit championship matches, racing. We're going to have a good competitive racing afternoon. So all Monday afternoon will just be big competitorship, big gaming. It'll be a big gaming event. We'll stream the first. We'll stream the first one. We'll stream. We'll stream the first round on here. The second round will stream on Instagram. So everybody, and then, and then during the time, I'm just gonna be going around, taking some good pictures in the event and stuff. So it'll be actually a big thing about that. So you will get an idea on the final finalization details on Friday, like I said. But I wanted to talk about get you guys know the first, the first, and then we're gonna oh phases of the event and how it's going to go on Monday.
Okay, the first one, the next thing I'm going to talk about, blockchain technology event. You know, tonight we'll be mostly here. Um, we mostly will have the special. We'll have the special. We'll have the special. I'll, just, I'll have the special. Get this all taken care of. We'll have the special coming up around 5, 5, 5.30. So we will have a great Biotech Billion program special on this event. Put it in your clock. So the event that we're doing tonight is a... The event that we are doing tonight is called Destination Call Pivoting Your Career in Tech. So that's going to be a big, big event, okay? So that's going to be. So that's all that's looking for, okay? So everybody, okay? They should be looking good. Yes, yeah, so the, you all know Birth of the Bosses, the launch party, it's already been canceled. So they already canceled the event. And if that does change, Change. I might. I will make an announcement. To see what what goes on there. Okay. So this is gonna cruise up to this now. Chrome, Google. I'm gonna talk about this Chrome article that came out yesterday. And talk about that right now. So now you need to pay attention about this season. Let's do some tech trends and take a look at some tech trends. Here. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Hold on. Chrome will soon do Google Lens's images searches while leaving a page. Google Lens, the search giant power image recognition software, is because slightly less crucial to use within the Chrome browse on desktop. Currently, if you want to say use lenses on an image on a website, the browser opens the page in a new tab, but within the so the browser will instead show you results in a panel to the right of the website. Only see you want to find Amazon and Chrome will open up a new. So just take a look at the l new lenses that they have for their. Okay. The search in the image recognition software has been long available on mobile when it's accessible via Google Apps on iOS or the native camera app on some Android phones. But last year, Google Lenses came to desktop via Chrome browser, can be accessed. By right-clicking the image, then selecting search image with Google Lenses. Google Lenses is, des is designed to be available. Identify everything from building animals to clothing, plants, works of art. It offers more visually to find information you are seeking online. The feature holds a lot of promise, but it often feels like vulnerability that Google is struggling to turn into a useful tool. Hopefully, Google is making more accessible on the desert and allow potential to emerge. The new lenses panel 
is rolling the Chrome uses specific steps on how the app features is found on this support page. So there it is. Check that out. So we're going to talk about some computer hardware today. Okay, so get ready. Going to the article. Take a, take a second. AD 16 core runs in 700 CPU hits 5 point jigs on cellular threads and gaming demo. In a recent live stream by PC World, AMD Director Technology Wahala discussed full details about the RENS 700 route clip that Shipmark uses recent Computer X 2022 gaming demo. According to Harry, the 16 core Z4 processor, which should be the RENS 709X, operated at the peak boot clock speed of 5.GAZ on several threads without outclocking the sub cooler the chip running completely stuck and boost the 5.5 gigahertz natural to quickly recap amd running a game a protest 16 run cpu at the end of the complex presentation the chip ran goes by tokyo smoothly in a recent release and easily boosted for a five point however at this time amd did not disclose in details of the test system until now but thankfully we know that the five point 5GHZ will be more realistic cost speed target it for runs 700 processor. Furthermore, Hollow confirms that AMD didn't use any fan shenanigans with the Zero Zen 4 demo. Instead, test the best considered reference AMD AM5 model and a consumer AdTech 280 and all in one liquid cooler. So, Okay, so that's going to be checked out, but I'm going to keep reading, okay? Holly reported that the RENS 700 processor dated back and, and the 16-core chip 5.GHZ is out of the box configured with no overclocking involved. The processor specifically fluctuated between 5.2 to 5.5GHZ and goes why Tokyo is excellent new for the Ryan Rinzen 700 and AMD very confident Zen 4 capability to operate well above G5 GAZ without additional overclocking intervention. The actual boost clock speed will depend on the game and application. The AM5 socket comparable with AM4 code, therefore, AMD only don't have to invest in new cooling solutions. However, with the AM5 AMD has increased the socket power to 170 watts, whereas previously 142 and AM4. Therefore, Z4 chips and should match up at 125, which is only represent a 200W increase. AMD existing Zen 3 SKUs, such as the RINS 950X or the RINS 750 100S. And while AMD recently lifted the curtain on Zen 4, the next generation processor won't debut until this fall.
Check that out. And we got a good article here from Tech Radar. It just gets in, gets in trending, just gets in gaming. You guys want to And so yeah, sure, I'm gonna try read. You have software long development beyond good is showing some a life. The publisher is looking for a senior game or aiming to help what is still claimed to be one of the biggest problems yet. <coughs> the role specifically outlined it for Beyond Good and you said the anime will be part of bringing the realistic performance of virus the title of restraint thing VGC and a tweet put up a UBI software about the role. It really the scope of the game is one of the biggest to you ever put the tweet said take ownership of the quality of the animation and the functionality of the game play system in one of the most ambitious UBI projects today. And this is the new listens when it came out. While this is encouraging, it brings us no closer to understand the state of product and intentionally announced at E3 2017 insists that while it has appeared in various lives and subsequently E3, we see no added gameplay foot and are any closer to understand what the game is or how it works. Believe when you when you see it. It's hard to Really know what we stand behind good games, good and evil, too. This job posting shows that it's very much active development, which certainly encouraging. The game has been so quiet for some, it wouldn't have been a surprise to find out the game was quality show. Sierra Clear, Michael, Inco, Love, Ubi, Soft to pursue other interests in 2020. And on top of that, a Bloomberg report for February also said the game was still in pre-production after at least five years of development. The new role suggested that UBI is actually developing a game, so it doesn't seem progress has been made. However, as a sounds on periods and said, and I said, it's tough to buy into the hype that the most ambitious UBI today, especially when we have no frame of reference of what the game is as it. Don't get me wrong, it'll be amazing to see me go to you at some, like the summer game fest live in June. However, it doesn't feel like the best take take to take and I believe it when I see it stand. So you can check out the summer game festival here. Um. Okay, so See what's going on, okay? Let's see everything all comes out so you can check that out when you are clicking on those articles. Okay. Like I said, that's what like I said. The event's going to come up later today, 6 o'clock. I have nothing going on today. I'm going to do the free give outside not to do it. That could change, but I don't want to be out too much because this will be an all-day event. But, I'll, but will we do that sometime, okay? So I was trying to get it all in at once, but wasn't able to do that. So 
we're gonna see what how it goes. So that's one of the big things. Number two, the Black Tap Building Program special will be around 5:30 for the latest six. I want to be on 5:30 just to network and see some people. Six o'clock is their talk. Uh, I think six is the talk. We'll take a look at the schedule. We'll just go on as we can go on and see the great presentation that they have tonight. And the guy that's doing that again is is Steve Buchanan with Microsoft. Some South Wyzetta Boulevard. So it's going to be a big, 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 big event tonight. I'm so excited for all that coming up tonight. So you know that the tournament is tomorrow. The family tournament tomorrow. We'll be back on tomorrow at noon for that. We'll get that going for the pregame and stuff. So. How much time? So here we. Hey guys, we're excited to partner with upcoming. So, uh, all right, here, all right, here we go. Uh, guys. Goodbye, guys. I'm out of here, okay? See you later.
Oh, 